Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. All right, welcome to episode 48. I am one of your hosts, Josh Roar. And I'm Laura Sturm. Welcome to the episode today. So we do have some um, meets coming up on the calendar. We have the Carolina primetime coming on Saturday. Pretty exciting. Yep. So we're actually heading up. uh, We're taking equipment up to that meet. So we're leaving Friday to, to head up. And we so we had initially offered our meet day handling services um, for up to six lifters, but nobody took us up on it. So we are going to do a booth instead. So we will be at the booth. Uh, come check us out. We are going to be donating $100 worth of Team Roar uh, coaching or apparel or whatever you want from us uh, to the best male and female lifter. So figured if awesome. you don't want us to handle you at the meet, we'll give you stuff. <laughs> um and then uh quest is also donating a bottle of their nitrous to the best lifters male and female too so that'll be pretty cool and we're going to do one more giveaway i'm not going to say what it is yet because i'm still working on it but it'll be a big one up there so definitely come check out the booth get the information on that it'll be fun nice and sponsorship is also you know so important for meets and it gets people it, it goes back to the lifters so that's pretty awesome yeah so it should be fun and then uh, nationals actually, so we got a quick turnaround. We're going up to Carolina primetime on Saturday. Um, well, we're driving up Friday, um, being at the meet all day Saturday. And then we leave first thing Sunday morning to go down to nationals. We're also taking equipment down there. So uh, it's going to be a quick turnaround, kind of, kind of rough, but it'll work. Um, so you're bringing your trailer north and then south yeah and it was actually it would cut an hour off of our trip if we would go straight from carolina primetime to daytona because we'd actually go out the east coast and go down 95 Mm. um but they uh carolina primetime is getting a whole bunch of like basically i don't know roughly a thousand kilos worth of weight um and nationals are just taking the racks so i didn't want to haul all the extra weight for no reason so i'm actually swinging back by atlanta to drop it off and and then heading down oh that's rough it's a long drive yeah but it yeah it is but it only adds like an extra hour by doing that plus i get to sleep in my own bed one more night so Mm, kind of parts always nice yeah so nationals is next week it is it starts on monday yeah i don't know snuck up on us Crazy. but we have uh we have a bunch so of we have lifting. a few lifters we do uh so we'll just kind of run through real quick i guess everybody that team roar has lifting down there uh monday we have sonia mcmillan she's lifting in the raw 63 m1s uh tuesday we have uh, i'm sorry uh we have two sessions of lifters on tuesday session two uh, we have uh, alicia webb in the raw 84 M2s. And then we have Cindy Yeager in the raw 84 plus M2s session three. We got Joe house 
in the raw 93 M4s and John Lamp in raw 120 M2s. And then Wednesday is our big day. We have uh, six lifters lifting Wednesday. We got four in session one. Um, Stacy Metcalf, Amy Pancake, Laura Sterling, and Katie Dodge. They're lifting in the Masters Equipped. And then we got Benji Green and Chris Elmore in session two, lifting in the Men's Masters Equipped. And then session three. So we, oh, I'm sorry, we got seven lifters. I didn't see that. I guess scroll down. Um, session three, uh, Gretchen is lifting in the bench only raw, uh, masters twos. So she's lifting actually twice. She's lifting on Wednesday night and Friday night. She's lifting raw Wednesday and again, equipped on Friday. So kind of a crazy twice uh, the fun, twice the fun. Exactly. Um, and then she'll be lifting again on Friday session three, along with Brian Albert. Um, and then Saturday is the equipped open. So Jenna Weinstein's lifting in the 57s in session one and James Vang in the 66 in session two. I'm so excited to see so many equipped lifters getting people more over to the dark side. Yeah. Stacy Metcalf went over to equipped. Well, really? she's lifting raw, but she's lifting in the equipped division. Ah, uh, we're working on her. Okay, we're just gonna we have know, a we have a, some knee wraps. We have a whole car ride. She's riding down with us on Sunday, so we have a whole car ride to work on the inception. <laughs> nice, maybe bad timing to you know just throw on equipment, but you know, next time then. Next time. Yes. Well, that's exciting. That'll be a uh, a pretty full week for you. And I'm sorry that uh, I won't be there. This is a <sighs> missing the fun, but it'll be know, there next year. I have this like daytime gig, whatever. Back when, so <laughs> next, next year, it probably, I mean, who knows, but it probably won't be a week long event. So maybe we can uh, sneak you down to the meet or right. whatever that might be. Woohoo. That'd be awesome. So the best eighties albums, the tournament. It started. Sorry. And I remembered to post it this time. So That's it can only, it can only start when you, when I remember to post it. So uh, we had some interesting results. I, it kind of surprised me a little bit. Um, so just to recap how the voting works, we post the matchups on Saturday and we posted on the team roar Instagram. And we also posted on the powerlifting and power ballads Instagram. Um, so uh, our first matchup was number four ranked Chris versus number five ranked Stacy. Um, this was a really close one on the team roar Instagram. Uh, the votes were 20 to 18 for Chris and on the uh, power PL ballads Instagram, it was six to four for Chris. So Chris advances to face Cindy with a total score of 26 to 22. So congratulations, Chris Elmore. You did it. <laughs> uh, our, our number two ranked Eric Cordero was against number seven, Amy. Um, this was interesting because the Team Roar Instagram, the vote went to Amy, uh, 20 to 17. So it was it was close vote on the uh, PL ballads Instagram, it was eight to four for Amy. So it was a 
wider split there. So my theory is there's more people following the team roar Instagram that are into their harder metal stuff versus the, the Instagram on the powerlifting and power ballad side. So that's my theory. Oh, I don't know if they, I don't know if it makes sense or not, but it's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Mm, okay. um, sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. Then number three, uh, Stephen Fortenberry versus number six, Ben Green. This one was even more interesting because the Team Roar Instagram, it was 24 to 14 for Stephen. And the PL Ballads Instagram, it was nine to four for Ben. Uh, so mm. it was a big difference there. I mean, not really close on either vote. Um, but when tallied together, it ended up being pretty close. And Steven actually advances 28 to 23. So crazy. So I think that kind of fur further, further validates my theory because Steven had much heavier playlist. Or maybe he just recruited more people. I don't know. Mm, could be, could be. Yeah. Anyway, so Was it the same amount of votes being cast. No, it's a little, mm. no, it's a little bit different. It's pretty close, but it's, mm. I mean, it's just whoever votes. So like some people voted on, only on the team roar, obviously some people only voted on the PL ballot. Some people only voted for the, for like one of the matchups, not the other ones. So mm. Interesting. Interesting. So that moves us to round two matchups. It'll be number one, Cindy versus number four, Chris, and then it'll be Steven against Amy. So we will post that on Saturday. Um, but here's the kicker. Uh, we will not be recording next week because we will be at nationals. Uh, it just occurred to me. And we will also not be recording. Now we can maybe record next the week, week, the week after nationals, probably on Tuesday. But anyway, so we're going to know the results, but we're not going to release them until after our next episode, which will be Wednesday the 23rd will be the next episode after this one okay so, so plenty we of get time to know to what you don't cliffhang. exactly mm, very nice um, yeah and just a couple reminders for the people that are participating in this um the winner of the bracket will face the winner of you and i our list you mean me <laughs> we'll see and the winner of the listener bracket gets $25 worth of Team Roar apparel. And if they beat whoever the winner is, if when they go head-to-head -head with the winner of you and I, if they beat us with the voting, then it goes up to $50. And the voting is going to be on Saturday on Instagram at PL Ballads Podcast and at Team Roar, both, both places. Definitely. And, and follow and for me. Yeah. And follow both, actually. Good point. Good point. I had a, a moment this weekend while I was driving around and a song was on and I was just like, ah, oh, oh, why didn't I put this album in my list? Yeah, I Having get those all those... the time now. Man. So I don't know, like, would I go back and revise my list? Oh, I think I would have, but I can't say. Yeah. Can't say. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I would revise mine, but I have a lot of ulterior universe lists i don't know what that it, means i'm not even sure how it's like it, ulterior it, it means i would have like three or four different top five lists 
Uh, yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I was listening to a, a, some Cult this weekend, and I was just like, oh, that Electric album. Such a great album. Boy. It was on my... I Back in uh, the 80s, I had a 71 Monte Carlo that I drove around. I had a boom box, the seat next to me because my radio didn't actually work. And that cassette tape got played, heavy play. Great tape. That's a good one. Good time. Yeah. So the one, I mean, you're on your list, the rat out of the cellar. That's still the one that just stands out to me is like, I don't know, just overlooked on my end. I'm like, hmm. Right what, if, what if yes what if but you didn't but i didn't but you didn't no regrets all right so let's move on to the powerlifting situation bum, bum, bum. this one's a tough question when i read this i was like oh this is like hard so here's the situation a reputable coaching slash nutrition company offers to sponsor you for one year they offer the following services, but tell you, you can only choose one. First one being customized powerlifting program. Second one being a customized nutrition program. Um, and I should label these A and B, right? And then C is one technique session per week, but not programming, just looking at your technique and Choice D would be meat day handling at every meet in any location. I don't what would know. you do, Josh Roar? I don't know. <laughs> Such a cop out. Yeah, I think if I had to choose one, I would probably do the meat day handling at every meet, any location. I think. I really as yeah as so as an equip lifter, I, I think. I, I guess I'm also assuming that I would not have anybody handling me at the meet if I didn't select this. Maybe that's the wrong assumption because I can find somebody probably to come help. But I guess for me, oh, you know what? I'm changing my mind. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Ah, shoot. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. Huh. I'm going to say C technique session every week, because I'm going to assume that that includes helping with gear and knee wraps and things like that. Maybe that's the wrong assumption as well. I don't know. Um, but I think that would be valuable in training. Yeah. I, I the, the caveat that stuck out to me was the coaching slash nutrition. It's like, Hmm. So you're kind of weighing like is coaching more is, you know, technique and the program and the, and that side more important than nutrition. And that's a hard one right there too, right? Yeah. Um, Cause nutrition is your fuel and it's a bigger picture. Meat handling is important. The sessions of the technique, I mean, technique probably being the most important but is it more important than nutrition? Hmm. See, now you got, now you got me leaning towards B um, because A, C, and D are kind of 
my forte already, I guess, as a, as a powerlifting coach, the mm. nutrition side of it is, is not my expertise. So that would probably be, I guess, where, you need where, where, where I would get the most bang for my buck, I guess, because I'm, I'd be more, diff, you know, I don't, man. All right. I would say B, C, or D, I would roll a dice or flip a coin, or I guess, I don't know, do a random drawing and pick one of those. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know. I, 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 have a, I have a terrible answer to this one. I don't know. Yeah, because it, it's, uh, it's really hard. Um, I would agree that meat day handling, you could probably find someone to, um, a friend to wrap your knees and help you with meat day. Uh, technique is so important might go there but then again if they're a coaching slash nutrition company if they don't specialize in one or the other would they be the people to really go with technique so i i'm gonna i'm gonna make the assumption that they have both on staff a so it's probably not the same person i, I guess Maybe that's the wrong assumption too. Like these are very arbitrary questions that don't really give you a lot of information. Right, so, right. so you kind of have to jump to your own conclusions to figure out the scenario. Um, I would go with a technique session a week without programming because technique is king. Yeah. I think I would too. I think I would also choose that one. There I don't you go. Know, yeah, it's hard. All right, no take backs. C, final it's, answer. It's all important. C, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's the right answer. We're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> all right, the new lifter tip. Sometimes you are on, sometimes you have an off day. Take what's there on the day. It might mean deviating from your planned numbers. Agree or disagree? Uh, I agree, 100%. I think it, that's one of those things that, ego can get in the way and really so so that's one one end of the spectrum you know ego gets in the way and you're you for whatever reason the anxiety of the meat you, you know weight cut whatever you're just not as strong as what training reflected so trying to hit those numbers based off of when you were on in training is going to set you up to fail like take what's there like if you're you know if you have to drop your opener, drop your opener. If you have to take a lighter third attempt, take a lighter third attempt, but make it something that you can make, you know, I mean, I can, I can go out and miss more weight than anybody attempted. I mean, but that doesn't do any good. <laughs> that's a good point. It, it's not, that's not a fun thing to do actually. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I completely agree with this one. I mean, you, you train and train and train and, you know, unfortunately it comes down to a day and a couple hours. And sometimes those couple of hours um, aren't the best hours. I mean, women have hormonal issues sometimes that happens. And if you don't recognize that that might be an off day, you're resisting the reality of the situation. Yeah. Um, and you have to sometimes adjust based on what's there that day. Yeah. And sometimes that means being honest, knowing that something might be off. Yeah. But also at the same time, like it's easy to say, oh, I'm off today. 
um, and kind of maybe you're not, maybe you're just in your head. Yeah. It's a hard thing. Yep. And I've seen a rare, a few rare situations, the opposite. Um, people, people that are just meat day lifters that, you know, they're training, you know, we thought was going great, but then they get to the meat and everything they're doing looks way easier than we thought it would. So, I mean, there's been lifters that I've worked with that, you know, we kind of deviate up, which is, it's a risky thing to do, but if you watch the, enough training, you kind of know what things are supposed to look like. And I mean, there's been a few lifters that I've worked with, like I said, that, you know, we had written out best case scenario. These are going to be the numbers, but after watching like the opener, like we're like, well, they're obviously on today. So we're going to, you know, take a little bit bigger second attempt than we planned and then see what's left. And then, you know, they've made the second attempt look easy and we've hit, you know, five, 10 kilos over what we thought we were going to do best case scenario, which that's rare. Um, but it, it does happen. Yeah, that would, that would be nice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's ideal really. Right. Yeah. But then, then I kind of looked back at like, okay, well you were sandbagging in training then potentially. So, you know, is that, is that a good thing or not? Maybe you just weren't, you know, who knows what you could have been at if you would have pushed training a little bit harder, you know? Right. There's that crazy. Yeah. It's, it's such a, um, a, a balancing act. Is. you know putting in the training hitting it hard when you can adjusting when you can and um, bringing it all to meet day yeah and everybody's different like some people you know everybody's personality they're you know they have different stimulus that stimulus stimuli stimulus <laughs> stimuli stimuli i don't know i actually don't know what it is um but they have different you know different reactions to those things so some people thrive some people you know, let the pressure get to them. Yeah. And not, a, it, it can be different on different days. Yeah, that's true too. So uh, who's been the funnest bring to the platform? Uh, you froze on that one. Say that again. Ah, uh, who's been the funnest lifter to bring to the platform? Oh, for you you're gonna, as a coach. You're going to make me say no that? No pressure. The funnest. All right. So define fun. Um, or is, is fun uh, most accomplished, like winning titles? Is fun like most laid back person? Is, is uh, you got you to gotta give me some parameters here. Oh, boy. Um, I would say someone who was uh, fun to work with on the platform and then um, maybe performed better than expected. Gotcha. Not necessarily accomplished. Yeah. You know, I'm not answering this, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You could just edit this out or just, I'll make you think about it for uh, the next episode. How's that? Uh, I'll leave it in. I, I, I don't edit stuff, so we'll leave it in, but I'm not going to answer it. Ever? Because well, I, well, I feel like if I answer it, then I am saying that I like, because you said favorite, favorite person to bring to the platform. Or favorite lifter to bring to the platform. So that's right. that's basically saying like, Laura, you're my favorite. Nobody else. I, mean, I everybody wasn't looking else, for that, of course. Everybody else um, is second. 
so how about um, highlight one experience on our next, where well, that was a fun experience out of your many fun experiences of coaching. All right, that's fair. A memorable one, because I know you have, um, it would be hard to say, you know, who's the, uh, your favorite person to bring to the platform because everybody's apples and oranges, right? Everyone's different, that's what we're saying. Yep. You know what? Uh, I will actually answer that right now because okay. I have one that pops into my mind. Um, the Franimal. Mm. So, uh, for those, so, so Fran actually, um, she actually passed away, uh, I guess it's been about two years ago now. Um, but she started lifting with us when she was mid fifties, when she started lifting, never worked out, never did anything like that. Um, and I talked her into doing a powerlifting meet surprise, surprise. Um, she didn't really want to do it. Um, but at the time she was training just for, uh, just for basically weight loss and staying in shape and stuff like that. So she was really nervous about the meat. Um, so I made her enter a 5k first. Um, and I told her like, if, if after the five, and she never done a 5k before. So I'm like, if after the 5k, you really don't want to do it, we won't do it. Um, so she ran the 5k and I was waiting at the end of the finish line for her. And she comes across the finish line and she's like, all right, I'm ready to do it. Like just nice. that, that getting out of her comfort zone a little bit, just like completely changed the way she, uh, the way she thought about it. Um, so fast forward to the meet, um, she did, I, I don't remember her numbers. I mean, again, she wasn't, she wasn't super competitive or anything like that. She was just doing it for herself and, and having a good time. Um, but I remember, after she has, she has a really good sense of humor too. So there was a couple people on our team that we always kind of joked around together, but they didn't really know Fran because she trained at a different time. So they were, I think getting their rack heights or something like that. And I told Fran, I go, Hey, uh, go over, go over there and say, get the hell off my rack and tell those two to get off the rack. And she's just like this sweet older lady, uh, that, you know, she was a, she was a teacher's aide, like just worked with kids and, you know, completely not her personality. And she just kind of laughed and she went over there and did it completely straight face. She's like, get the hell off my rack. And they, they just kind of looked at each other, stepped off to the side. And then, uh, I walked over and started laughing. It was uh, just, that was, that stands out to me. I know that's not so much powerlifting meat, per se, but just the mm -hmm. fun, uh, that we had with, you know, some of our lifters doing stuff like that. It was a good time. That's awesome. I, and I think that's a great story. I think that's, uh, some of the things that I think we need to bring more into this podcast, like the, per the personal, uh, little stories and the interactions. And it's, it's not necessarily totally powerlifting related, but it is. I mean, yeah, it is yeah, it, life. It, yeah, it is. And it was, you know, it was out of me. So technically it was, mm -hmm. it was powerlifting related. So, but that, that was, and she went on to actually do like five or six more meets after that. Um, she just, she loved That's it. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember meeting her a few times, um, training yeah. together. And, and she got, she got, she got, after that, she got the nickname Franimal. Franimal. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, and there's, there's been a few pranks in Team Roar. Um, I, I think we'll have to save that for another episode because 
There was we a should, couple. We, that we should awesome. add that in prank of the week. <laughs> prank of the week. Yeah, there was um, there was a couple that were that were um, played on Latavia Bowens, um, that were very memorable yeah. to me, and maybe there was one that was kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. I blocked that out. <laughs> yeah, so it, like we were having such fun that time, and then there was like a record player screeching. That's what you're thinking of. I think we I think we told that story already talk. though. Did we? Yeah, I think we told it like back, back in like one of the first ten episodes. Oh, I have to go back yes. and listen. Well, if anybody doesn't um, remember this episode, it was when Tay got pushed in the pool. Yeah. Ooh. Not a yes. smart move. Not not a move. Anyway. Yeah. Ben Green, such a rabble rouser. He was put it? Colin up to it. Oh, that's right. They, they were was... about to push. They. It was Tim and. Colin that were about to push her in as a group and then Ben backed off and Colin did it. Yeah. Which was pretty funny right there too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyway. All right. That was, yeah. that, that was, that was good reminiscing. I like uh, some of those old stories, but uh, so call to action here. Don't forget this Saturday vote for round two of the listener bracket top 80s albums don't forget to follow us on instagram at pl ballads podcast and if you have any topics concerns questions things like that you want us to discuss in future episodes shoot us an email at pl ballads podcast at gmail.com don't forget we are off next week we will be back the what day did i say the 26th i believe so 23rd 23rd i don't know my dates we'll be back the 23rd so uh don't forget if you are at carolina prime time or if you are at open nationals down at oh, raw open i guess it's just called nationals down in daytona stop by our booth we will be there till next time later bye now Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.